Okay, what's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to the Bruin Back Hill on UCLA Radio. And it has been a minute since we last had an episode. So start off. I mean, Sonny and I did one of these like last week. So Odie and Cass, how have you guys been? Good. <laughs> it's been a while, but happy to be back. Yeah, happy to be back on the show and in Westwood. Yeah, in mm-hmm. the wood. <laughs> yeah, Sonny's still out in Carlsbad, chilling, yeah. <laughs> doing her med school apps and stuff. So so boring. <laughs> How's that going, Sonny? Great. Fantastic. <laughs> I'm Wait, glad. When are you taking, are you going to take the MCAT? When you take I already it? took that. You already took it? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God, how was it? What? How was it? It was horrible. Like, I didn't do horrible, but it was horrible. How long does it take for them to give you your results back? Like, three weeks-ish. Oh, really? Oh, that's, like, pretty... It's, like, pretty quick. It's a pretty quick turnaround. Yeah. RIP to anybody who has to take it with a mask on, because it was horrible. Wait, it's, like, eight hours, right? Yeah. Well, they shortened it. They made it, like, six. They shortened the actual test, too? Huh? You said they shortened the test? Yeah, because of COVID. Oh, oh my God. So did that make it easier? I mean, in a sense, it made it easier, because, like, you have to, like, less time allotted to, like, have to focus and, like, really read things. But at the same time, it's, like, you have less questions. So if you, like, don't know the material of, like, one question, it's, like, harder because you don't have an extra question set to make up for that. Yeah. That was kind of shitty, but, like, whatever. The it's world rolls on. <laughs> yeah. yeah. At least it's over. Yeah. yeah. True. True, 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 true. Are you guys ready to go back to school? Because I'm not. I have no idea how to do work anymore. I've, um, I told myself, like, literally this morning that I need to start focusing more on my life <laughs> and stop like messing around <laughs> i like a real heart to heart with yourself <laughs> yes when you woke up i woke up and i was like i feel so unproductive so That's i am ready for the new year i feel like this is a time where it's like so acceptable to be unproductive yeah thankfully yeah it's nice because i know i'm not alone in like oh, not on there. Okay. Oh yeah. No. Hopefully this doesn't bite us in the ass in like a week or so when fall quarter starts. But uh, oh, yeah. we'll see. Yeah. But anyways, with everything going on in the world, soccer has gone back like basically like completely in the swing of things. Yeah. So Sonny and I talked a little bit about it last week, but like more stuff went down literally in the like during the episode while we were talking and like as things went on. But um, basically, the state of, like, soccer and women's soccer, especially in the U.S., has changed because of everything that's been going on, COVID and, like, the NWSL fall series. So the big news is audience on your guys' best friend, Alex Morgan, joined Tottenham Hotspur in the meanwhile. Right after having a kid, she decided she's done with you. We're really big fans. We're her biggest fans. That's, like, crazy. She just had her baby. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Life just does not always go in for them. I know. Why but did yeah. they do it? Was it about- I wonder, do you think they, she brought her baby with her? She, I know she, the, when she tweeted it out to announce it, she said, it, like, the that. caption was, her, her kid Charlie's going to get his first stamp on the passport. So I'm oh, guessing he went to England as well. well which, I mean, what makes sense. Yeah. Especially if you're going to be away from your kid for so long. I mean, I guess you'd rather not do that. But yeah. 
So Alex Morgan joined Tottenham, joining also uh, Tobin Heath and Kristen Press, who joined United, Sam Mewis and Rose Lavelle, and Janine Becky all at City, and then, of course, Jesse, who's at Chelsea. So that's a lot of North American players who might have otherwise been playing in the NWSL going to England. And, you know, Sonia and I were talking about how the NWSL has to change so much, especially in terms of, like, the salary cap and just, like, the game structure. What do you guys, OD and Cass, what do you guys think about, you know, the way in which women's soccer in the U.S. has kind of shifted radically and how it's going to have to adapt? in the next few years? Um, I mean, it's kind of surprising because, like, the U.S. is the best uh, women's soccer and the fact that all these, like, top players are going elsewhere to play, especially in Europe, it's kind of interesting and it makes you wonder why they're actually leaving, like, where the hub is, you know? And seeing all these people shift this year, it's like, yeah. oh, what's going to happen next year? Like, yeah. does all top players leave to play abroad. Like, is playing abroad going to be where all the people go? No. And, like, that's just, like, the start of the problems with, or not, I wouldn't say the problems, but at least the start of, like, the restructuring at NBSL. Because, obviously, we've got two new teams coming in in Louisville and Angel City. So, first, I want to ask, Odie and Cass, we haven't had a chance to talk about that yet. What did you guys think about LA finally getting an NBSL team? Um, long overdue, long overdue, and I just know that, like, so many people are excited. Yeah. Like, I feel like the team is just going to be so good. Yeah. They're just going to have so many fans, even if they're not, like, great. It's just going to be just really exciting for all these girls to have actual, like, an actual team to look up to that's local. Local, and I feel like even people out of state want to come to LA. Like, yeah. I feel like that's such a fun place to play in general. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And just live. Like, LA is yeah. such cool. Like, being away from LA now, like... Yeah, how do you feel? Miss it. You know, like, I was hanging out with Megan, who used to be on the team this past weekend. And for fun, we were just, like, bored. And we're like, let's just drive to LA because we missed it. And we literally just got tacos to Madre and went to Goodwill. But, like, <laughs> L.A., 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 you know? And, like, going back, it's just, like, so – it's just such a cool place. I miss it. I miss living there. Yeah, there's like, already? What? Wait, what were you saying? I just said there's a lot to do in L.A. Yeah. And so, like, having sports, like, it's such a draw. Like, just the L.A. factor. So I feel like it'll be a really good team. Yeah, especially, like, with a good fan base. Yeah, yeah, it's a huge fan base. And, like, we're, we look a big fan base for, like, LA Galaxy and LAFC, and, like, they're not that good. So yeah. imagine having a really good women's soccer team. Yeah, exactly. Like, relatively speaking, that like, Angel City's poised to do so well. Because first thing is, you know, they already have so many, like, SoCal-based players who are going to want to come back like Alex Morgan. Like, her husband already plays for Galaxy. Like, like both Toby Neath and Kristen Press have, like, roots in, in California, as well as, like, so many other players. But also, they're going to get a high draft pick in the – not this year's class, oh, but next yeah. year's class. Which, like, Cass, I guess that's your class. Would you be graduating that year? No, because I still have two retro years. Okay. <laughs> I will be graduating. Right. But I probably won't be, like – I'll probably tra- – like, I don't know. Like, I have a – You'll have an extra year of eligibility, basically. Yeah. You can get a master's. I know. That's exciting. I know. And then there are also some of, like, my other friends. Like, I think Sheena has an extra year and Maddie has next year. So, mm-hmm. it should be fun. And the team is, like, the team is really, really good this year. And, like, 
such a strong bond and everything. So I think it's going to be really fun. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, and, and that class that's going to be graduating, that's like, so you said you, Maddie, Shane, all of an extra year. Is that like Mary and, can you think, LB maybe? Yeah, things like Mary and LB. So that's yeah. already like two people just from our school. And there's already going to be like so many others who are going to want to play in LA. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And what, what do you guys think about the fact that there's already rumors that Sacramento is going to have a team? So there's already going to be two in California, Sunny Woes at base. I'm not a big Sacramento fan. <laughs> I'm like not even from that. I know, yeah, like Bay, Bay Area. Uh, yeah, Cass, you're, you're the NorCal girl. I, so, think, I think it's going to be a little bit like LA in terms of fan base, people wanting to be on the team. Do you um, think it's too soon to do a second California team? I don't. I think I remember like when LAFC was becoming a team and I was like, that's going to be kind of weird dividing the fans from like Galaxy to LAFC because it's literally both in LA. Yeah. But I think it worked out really well. I think it made kind of like a crosstown rivalry in the same town. And like, it, I don't know, like I really enjoyed going to like Galaxy and LAFC games because it was yeah, definitely. so intense, you know? Also, if you think about it from, like, a perspective outside of America, like, all the leagues in Europe, yeah. like, there's, like, they're probably, like, so close. I'm not sure exactly. The I mean, there's, like, eight London teams. Them. Just in London. Like, exactly, just in exactly. And so, like, I think it's more interesting and more fun and to have those rivalries and just to have, like, your fans are going to be at the stadium always, either for either team. You know what I mean? And they both live there, so it's really easy to travel to both stadiums. Mm -hmm. I think that's, yeah. Also, you know, it'll still be, like, a high level of play. Yeah. So, that's I feel, true. Like, I feel like it would be really fun. Yeah. It's not like they would be splitting the talent. Yeah. Like, there are so many players. Yeah. And the way the draft works, like, it wouldn't be, like, yeah. they're going to just, like, split. Yeah. <laughs> and make it, like, each. <laughs> I don't know. No, I mean, that, that's fair. Yeah. I like it. I think that's a good idea. I think, like I said, it's just been long overdue. And the fact that, you know what, they're just going here right now and having two teams after having none. So good for them. Maybe make one in San Diego. I don't know. Just a thought. Wait, where, where's the other team? Uh, so obviously, LA is coming, and then Sacramento is the other one. Okay. Or, like, that's what the rumors are. Nothing's confirmed yet. But also, there's so many places that, like, have been rallying or, like, trying to get teams like Vancouver, Toronto, like, that's two in Canada. And then, like, Nashville, wow. like, Cincinnati. That, that's another big one. But there's just, like, supporters groups trying to get NWSL there. And, like, Sonny was saying last week, like, it, like at, a, at a certain point, they, they wanted, like, we should want it to get to where it's, like, an Eastern Conference and a Western Conference, just like MLS, like, 15 and 15. So, you know, hopefully one day there's enough talent, there's enough teams to be able to do that. Well, I mean, just looking at, like, all of the, like, female soccer players in college, like, where do they go after they graduate? They you know, like, they should have, like, a what? I said they quit. <laughs> you were going to say med school, and I was like, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, no, like, they either quit or they're just, like, kind of, like, grasping at straws to keep playing but if there's so much more opportunities for them to actually have a team to play on I don't know it'll give them like a longer career which I feel like should be the case after working so hard your whole life like you should end playing professionally if that's what you want to do right 
yeah, no, that, that definitely makes sense. There'd definitely be more options. So that's always like the good thing. So anyway, going from the newbie cell to, you know, our season and like the Pac-12. So first of all, uh, Kat, since you're, you know, training firsthand with the team, how's that been, especially considering it's so different now? Yeah, no, it is so different with the COVID restrictions. I mean, we're all having so much fun just to be around each other, just to be on the field, at least touching a ball. Um, but like the main restrictions are just no contact. We have to split our teams into two, um, like wiping down stations after lift and stuff. Actually, today we just started lifting inside. Woo, yeah, that's so we crazy. No, we were all so excited to be in there. Um, but no, yeah, everything is different, but we're not, we're not complaining or anything. Yeah. Do you have a new weights coach? Yeah, so our beloved Joe left. So sad. Our favorite literally left. That's the saddest thing I've ever heard. I know. So right now, um, temporarily, we have Coach Bracewell, and then we don't know who we're going to get for season yet. Yeah. Oh, so he's just like an interim trainer. Yeah, yeah, he's just an interim trainer. He's he's really really nice, and he knows that like we love Joe and everything. That's um, so tough. That yeah. is hard. Yeah, big shoes to fill. Yeah. huge shoes to fill humongous shoes to fill but um it's still been going really well and we're all just happy to be lifting yeah. i mean so before you guys were like lifting out in the tennis courts or like yeah. before we were on latc tennis courts which was weird because you don't have yeah, access even to work? a lot of things they would just like bring out weights and mats and foam pads and stuff like that um how was the actual lift I mean, it was good. It was, we still have, we still were able to use our resources well and still have, be able to have hard lifts, but we switch off day to day. So like we'll have a lift one day and then we'll do um, sprints and jumps the other day. Where do you do those? We do those on Drake. Oh, so you are using Drake. Yeah. So you're using the tennis courts, now the weight room. No, no longer the tennis courts okay. though, since we have the weight room. So the weight room, Wally for actual training, yeah. and then Drake for sprints. Yeah. Yeah. Like and then you switch off weights and sprints. Yeah. Like so today we have weights in the weight room. So tomorrow we'll be on Drake to running. Okay. Yeah. That's okay, yeah. Cool. I mean that's just a like different way to do it. Um so Cass, what like, how is the difference, like, when you're, you know, essentially not able to have contact in training itself? So, I'm guessing you guys can't do stuff like 1v1 defending or, like, no stuff like um, that. The setup mostly is just the defenders, say, if we're doing, like, a um, like a rondo, the defenders could still, like, be in the middle with, like, the players on the outside, but they just can't come, like, up close. But you could still, like, pass like off, uh, I mean, block off passing lanes. So mm -hmm. it's still like a high level, but it's just, there's no, there's none of that. You can't tackle someone or, or things like that. Have you guys by like accident broken the rules and the coaches have had to like separate you or oh, anything like that? Yeah. Yeah. Right. AP would be like, you guys, is <laughs> AP like, <laughs> wait, isn't it our birthday? It's a birthday tomorrow. Um, um, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> isn't it? Like, in, like, don't you guys, like, instinctively go and, like, try and block off a tackle or, like, make a tackle or something like that? Isn't that so hard to, like, draw, drive it's yourself? It's hard, against? but, like, we've been doing it for, a, like, a month now, so we've kind of gotten used to it. But in the beginning, it was, like, oh, shoot, I can't touch you, like, kind of things like that. <laughs> Do you think that, like, when you start finally playing games again, you'll be, like, weirdly tentative just because you're, like, 
rewiring your brain. To I know. I know it's going to be. Yeah. I when you have to do contact again, that's going to be weird. Yeah. When we have to do contact again, I feel like the level is just going to be so much higher. What do, when you you're think? not going to have that much time with the ball. I, I like, don't know. Because they're saying worse, though, aren't they? What? What? Aren't, like, cases getting worse? Do you think you're going to have to take a back? <laughs> I mean, they haven't said anything to us yet. Well, that's good. That's really good. I know. So season is supposed to be in the spring. Yeah. Yeah, it's supposed to be from like, like well, hope the idea is that hopefully we'll be able to have like scrimmages or maybe like games early, like in January. And then, they told us they told us in like a Zoom meeting um, that they're hoping to start our games. I think it was like end of January, early February. No way! Like for like season to like competition games and then yeah, and then um, have like the final like the championship like the tournament in may uh, in may yeah weird i know so weird schedule because 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 of that like they're limiting who we play because right now we can only play like pac 12 teams but like with competition it's like everyone yeah so and then still even with that like things are changing like sunny said things change every day yeah like we like the levels are always rising and everything so I mean, did you guys see what's happening with, uh, like, the, the football players and stuff? Like, I was just going to bring that up. Yeah, like, a bunch of the other – Was it LSU, the team that had most of the players get it? I think so, yeah, yeah. I appreciate that was LSU. No, but they want to have, like, the Pac-12 – or, right? What is it? They want to, like, start Pac-12 games, like, in November or something. Yeah, so uh, the USC football team wrote a letter to Gavin Newsom, like, the governor of California, and, like, the Pac-12, uh, what's his name, Larry Scott, and a bunch of other football players, even, like, UCLA players and, like, other Pac-12 players, like, signed on and said, we want to play. And right now, like, the governor of California is trying to get, you know, Pac-12 ready to play in, like, November, which is going to be, like, a huge ask because California is so, like, bad for COVID and it's going to be so hard to like have any sports without like an actual bubble, which is not going to be possible for college, obviously. So yeah, what do you guys think? Do you like, obviously like, you know, you, you guys all have been, been with team before. So Cass, do you think it's possible that we get games later this year? Cause I, from the way I'm looking at it now, I don't think it's possible. And I don't think football is going to get them either. Like later this year. Yeah. Like I don't, 20, 20, yeah, I don't think, I don't think 2020 is going to be happening. I think just like to be safe, there shouldn't be anything. I know. Like, it's like, no why would you even to want to risk it? And also, it's like, I get it if they were going to start in maybe, like, October, like, mid-October, but to start in November is already, you're giving yourself, like, a month before yeah. the quarter or semester is over, so it's like, it's not even going to be a legitimate season. You're not going to have fans. It's going to be so weird, and, like, to miss out on an entire season because you're trying to rush, and, like, people's health is going to be at risk like it just doesn't make sense to me I think that's stupid also because there's like almost like 100 people on football teams plus like an insane amount of people on the staff like that's and they're traveling together like it's just so risky I heard for the NFL if like I think it's the coaches if you don't wear a mask or something it's up to a 100k fine and five coaches got like fined yesterday yeah I mean it's good that they're at least enforcing it I know, I know. What are they doing for the NFL? I don't. Is there like a bubble? There's no bubble. 
<laughs> they're just like look, going on a wing and a prayer, basically. Classic NFL. Classic NFL. Not even surprised. Yeah. And I was, I was like, weird because for NBA, like they have a bubble. They did it so well. Yeah. It might be easier though because it's a smaller team and like it's indoors. So it's easy to have like every team in like the same place. Yeah, and like obviously a basketball court is so small. Meanwhile, like all football fields essentially have a stadium attached to them. So it's like you can't yeah. really do much about it. But whatever. People essentially people are gonna get COVID. It's just trying to minimize how many people do. I just don't think that it's gonna be possible to do that with college just because it's harder to do that with college kids as opposed to like full adults who can make their own decisions and like don't have like scholarships and stuff to worry about. Well, also I feel like with college, like if they eventually start in-person classes, then you're going to be exposed to a huge amount of people potentially. And then. Well, cause college athletes are student athletes. They're not yeah. just athletes. So mm -hmm. you <laughs> language lesson of the day. <laughs> I, really, I really want um and I like miss in-person classes so much I, no I was like I me miss. and Em got our blood drawn shout out Em roommate <laughs> she's we're like using her computer but um we got our blood drawn yesterday and we went into Ackerman and I was just thinking like how weird is it gonna be just walking on Bruin Walk with like I don't know like a hundred people and it's way more than a hundred like going to class like like it's packed. Brunewalk is packed. It's packed. It's way more than a hundred. But like, you know what I'm saying? Like, at first I was just more like missing it so much. But now it just feels like such a distant memory that yeah, no, you know, like it just yeah. seems so weird to be like walking to class. Like, took advantage of it. Yeah, like who would have ever thought that you would miss that? I know. Walking to yeah. class. And just like sitting in the library with copious amounts of work to do. Yeah. Oh my god, Powell. Hi, Powell. Literally do anything to be in Powell studying. Like, honestly. Like, I, mean, I don't know about studying itself, but the idea of going out like and walking through Bruin Walk is more is more reminiscent yeah. for me. And like trying to avoid the people giving you flyers. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's like the environment was so much no. fun. I was telling someone that like I got really good at not saying hi to people on Bruin Walk that I didn't want to say hi to. And I mastered this thing where I'd pretend like there was something in my eye. So it wasn't that I was thinking <laughs> I'd literally be like this. That I'm is like, so Here. smart. It's so, cause then it's like, I literally didn't see you. And if they want to say hi, it's like, oh my God, hi. Like I have something in my eye. <laughs> yeah. Never heard that one before. I might start no, using it. That's a good one. It's so one. good because it's like, who would fake that? Or like, just look really only lost you. in thought. <laughs> or what? Funny? I used to like look really lost in thought, so I'd like gaze I'd be like, I'll be like with my headphones in, and so then and I would like wanderer, wanderlust, or like count on your fingers. Like I like I like act like I'm picking my nails, or I'll just simply just go on my phone. Yeah. No, but I'm like too easy. I'm like just on the home screen, like I'm not even doing anything. My phone's like <laughs> the wrong way. My phone's like this. <laughs> oh, I just got a blocked call. That's sus. <laughs> what? So yeah, overall. I mean, I was telling Sunny last week, did you guys see, so we, she was just saying how LSU, like a bunch of the players got it, but also they're so stupid. They were going to let like their people into the stadium for football games and it was going to be like 25% capacity, but that was still like 20,000 people. So 
you know, they I'm were like 20,000 people and crank. Yeah, what are they on? <laughs> Give that's me so it. crazy. I, that's like so dumb. Just but so think, not the time. And it's also- just so, so annoying because like the States obviously is, is so like far behind on COVID. And all the countries that got hit with it earlier, like Italy, France, England and stuff, they're sort of like slowly, slowly going back. Like, yeah. um, so Syria started up again in Italy and they're letting like a very small amount of fans into like each stadium. And obviously they're being, they're, they're doing it like quite safely. Like they're getting tested and stuff like that. And it's like a thousand people into like what would otherwise be like an 80,000 seat stadium. I'm surprised they're even letting people go and watch. Yeah, I'm surprised too, but it's like, yeah, that's you know, awesome. That's, they, they, you know, it's good because it means they, they're just doing slightly better with COVID. We, meanwhile, here, they're not doing so great. Okay, but like, I do feel if you have a massive stadium, you can totally have like, yeah, of the capacity and be socially distancing. So I think it's something that's totally feasible if you are reaching those benchmarks of having a lower number of cases. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like we need to start like, incorporating normal things back like people are gonna riot and like go crazy well yeah and like they have stupid they are we are like it's like everyone's going crazy like literally crazy like i like what is the time like i was reading this article about like how we're losing our sense of time and so it's like because this is covid has been a thing for what now like six months months. it still feels like march no it's like more than six months oh my god six and a half well i mean it started earlier on, but like for thing when things like actually started yeah. like changing. Like finals, finals of winter quarter. Mm-hmm. That's when it started. I remember like right when it started, um, when like finals started to go online, teachers were like, oh, you're I remember be online. I, I was, was like, studying in the in um, URL or YRL. It's YRL. Y-R-L. Not URL. <laughs> I, URL. I was like there and like there was a bunch of people there with me and we were all just like studying. I didn't even know any of them. And like, the second the email came out, because oh, every, everyone got the notification, Ella. everyone like looked up and we all, it was kind of like a bonding moment because like no one knows each other and we all just kind of looked at each other and we were like, oh my God, like this sucks. I remember. No, that. that was good. When finals were online, that was like, we thought that was I, was, no, getting, I, was getting lunch, I was getting lunch, like walking to Powell Library. Like when I got the email, I'm like, I'm okay, going straight home. home. <laughs> that, was like, that was my mentality. I was like, thank not studying. Okay, that's not. It was the one that said school would resume April 10th. It was that email. Yes, uh, that one was like, okay, April 10th is not that bad. No, hey. I was like devastated. I was on that like, It is what it is. I know. Because I, that was supposed to be like three weeks or something. I know, but I was still like, TBT, three weeks I literally, I don't even, I, cause I make calendars for myself, not like, <laughs> like, I just write on a piece of paper. That sounds cooler than it is. Um, but yeah, I remember like, I put like April 10th, like go back to school and like, I had to cross it out. I was so sad. Because then it was like April 10th. Okay. April 22nd. I know. Okay. And then it just kept on going. And then it was. We're never going spring. back. Then it was A sesh online, then C sesh uh, online, then fall online. Yeah. Now yeah. study abroad is canceled. But I hope um, winter yeah, quarter. Study abroad? Yeah, study abroad uh, for next year got canceled. For oh, so you can't study abroad. I was going to go to South Africa and now I can't. Oh, damn. 
Well, you have a shark attack, probably. There's so many sharks. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be... My sister went to this one place, I forget what it's called, but they're like, I don't think there were sharks. Or if there were, there was like the shark sign. Just, oh. Scary time. I like, I'm so sad. Yeah, it's going to be very hard to like, just go anywhere. Like, I, I can't go back home because A, it's, they're not letting people in there. And then B, if I go, I don't know if I'll be able to get back here. So I'm like yeah. stuck in Westwood. In Westwood, yeah. No, my family. Oh, big Would you be able to go back to Brazil anytime soon? <laughs> um, <laughs> we were planning on going over winter break, but where? Uh, to Brazil. There's no travel oh. ban in Brazil, but Brazil is the second highest rate. Brazil's bad. Brazil's yeah. really bad right now. Because I mean, what do you expect? Brazil. It's Brazil. Like no one, no one is no leadership, leadership. No, no government, leadership. no leadership, no authority. Everyone just wants Mind to be somewhere else. Yeah. Hmm. I wonder where else has no leadership. Dead ass. Um, I, I thought that was like something and I was like, no, no, not you. <laughs> I was like, and then Sunny's like, yeah. I was like, you mean my own life? No, I was talking okay, about like. I'm so scared for this election, and I'm like, I thought so. Like, it's terrifying. I wasn't scared at first. Now I'm kind of scared because I know people are like, people like just are voting. Many Trump flags. Like, what the hell? What is wrong with people? Okay, well, I know a lot of a lot of like Trump supporters because that's like literally where I'm from. But beyond that, people who just don't really like Biden and just like straight up don't want to vote at all i know and i'm like like, who cares biden is a normal person we just want someone who's normal not trump and like no vote is a vote for trump exactly and that's what i keep trying to tell people i'm like literally not voting is a vote in trump's favor because he's the enemy right now and do we really want that Um, if this guy gets two terms as president and we're already pathetic because um RBG died, so oh, we have to elect yeah. that. I got so we're that. actually screwed. I, like, when I got the notification, I, like, got full-body chills. I no, was like, literally. I was taking a nap, and already when, when you wake up from naps, you're, like, delirious. Um, yeah. And it was, like, I got a notification from, like, CNN on my phone. I was, like, yeah. like, come on, just, like, two more months. Like, I know. She was, like, struggling, though. She really, like, held it out for so no, long. No, I know. She's in a, she's a hero, and she's amazing, and the she fact that she's she is amazing. Have yeah. you guys watched her documentary? Mm-hmm. I watched, like, half of it. Yeah. I think it's on, like, Netflix or something. Yeah. There's like, the Notorious RBG. Yeah. There's, like, another one. I'm like, sure I need to watch it. Just called She's, her. like, sick. It was literally her, like, it's all of her accomplishments. And then there's, like, a little B-roll of her doing, like, an ab workout. She's, like, so old. I She's was, so adorable. I was, like, this woman is just solid. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry I brought it up, but, yeah, that's the state of the, the planet right now. Yes. So, um, let's move on yeah. past that. Um, so yeah. there was one more thing I want to talk to you guys about. So going back to Europe. So Syria started up this week again. So that's the top league in Italy. And our good friend Zlatan, now 30, he turns 39 this, the end, the end of this week. And he ends match week one as the top scorer. Because he got a brace for Milan against Bologna. And we won 2-0. And in the post-match interview, he said he's like Benjamin Button. And he says he's only getting started. So... <laughs> 
My thought is, like, I'm always having arguments with my friends because whenever I bring up a player that I think is good, they always say stuff like, he's old. And then I look, like, I was saying this about, like, Bale. And, like, Bale's 31. I'm like, Zlatan's 39, he's doing this. I, in my opinion, there's just, like, a next generation of players coming that yeah. are just athletic enough that they can play for much longer than we used to. So, like my example is... Maybe, like, yeah. Wait, what, was, what was that, Cass? Mbappe? Oh, yeah. He's, he's super yeah. young. Like, you know, he'll yeah. play forever. He's, he's like 19 insane. now. And he's got, like, the best, like... He's only 19. Like, he's like, or like I think he's tw- I think he's 20 now. Or no, no, he must be. He's like he's like our age. He's slightly younger than me. I know that. So he must be like 20, something like that. Yeah. So, and like he's got the best like sports scientists and like coaches around him. He's 20. Yeah. So they're gonna keep him fit until he's like 40, you know, 39, 40, something like that. So I'm just thinking, what are your guys' thoughts on the fact that like, do you guys think athletes are just gonna be able to play longer? Because before, like, if you think about it, like. Brazilian Ronaldo, he retired at 34. Ronaldinho retired at like 32, 35. Kaka was 32. Rooney wasn't retired at 32, but he went to like MLS at 32. So do you guys think like athletes are just going to be able to stay around for longer? And like this, this first wave of like, you know, Ibrahimovic, like Ronaldo, Messi, like Christine Sinclair, that's like the first wave. What do you guys think? I think a lot of it is luck in terms of injuries. Mm-hmm. If you, I think like a lot of these, obviously if you're a professional athlete, like you just, probably have like a very athletic build and you're just used to that but I I don't know I feel like if you can get through the majority of your career without like a very serious injury then there's no point on stopping if you're just as fit as all the younger players and making just as much money yeah and like performing just as well I feel like yeah if you can do it for as long as possible like why not I have a little bit of a different take on that I feel like as much injury it is – oh, my God, that didn't make sense. As much as, is, as it is injury that's, like, a preventing factor from, like, playing for so long, I feel like there's this mental side. So, like, if you can figure out how to not get burnt out on it and not just start, like, hating it, then I think you can play how do you think How do you think that, that has changed then, like, with someone like um, Rooney compared to – this generation I have no idea that is something that needs to be investigated because I would like to know because personally I get burnt out really fast like gum things like I'll be like super super into it and then I get bored of it so I don't know how you can do something for that long when it's like sport is so monotonous I feel like because it's just the same thing over and over what's fun about it is that like you're always getting new players on the team that's true. But everything is just very dynamic, and it's nice because um, – sorry, I have, like, a weird pop-up ad on my other computer, and I can't really focus. Um, <laughs> anyway, yeah, I just feel like when you love something and, like, it's not work, it's kind of just – it won't get old, and it's fun. And I'm sure you'll have, like – the harder days, but also like a lot of these people kind of put all their eggs in one basket and we're like, that I'm is gonna, true. yeah, like I'm going to, yeah, and like, making millions and millions and millions of dollars. So I feel like it's different if you're making that much money, but I was just thinking like from an NWSL standpoint, like if I was making that much money every year, like maybe 30, a sustainable career and you're doing it until you're like 38. No chance. I don't know how you're making, surviving. Honestly. If you're making like 20 mil a year, it's different. Yeah. I do it. 
Sign me up for like a 20-year contract. Another thing, I feel like the level of play with um, people who are like joining teams has definitely gone higher. So people like Sinclair, people like Zlatan, they want to stay just because it's It's a new challenge. Yeah, like the level of play is higher and it's fun. So I feel like that could be a reason that they wouldn't want to retire early. Mm -hmm. Like the style is changing too. I mean, just along the lines of like athletic performance, do you think that, I mean, we, I mean, I know like Sonny and Odie, we've gone over this before and like talked about it, but do you think at a certain point, um, like it becomes, like it becomes too much of a science or do you think that the fact that it, it is a science or like has become so much of a science has helped like these guys long longevity? What, you, what are you saying? Um, I, I agree with what you're saying. I think what you're saying is like, with an increased amount of knowledge about workout regime and protocol and nutrition and just injury prevention in general and stretching and certain strength exercises, we're getting to a point where we're able to do more to avoid injury and do more to help our bodies stay in the best shape as possible for as long as possible. And I think that science research is definitely making a huge difference with that and just medicine. I think that like sports medicine, like the surgeries that we're able to perform now, I think that people are able to come back stronger. And so I think that will help. Like, cause before, like if you were to blow out your knee, you were done forever. Yeah. You know? And now we're at the point where you could literally get hit by a car break, like <laughs> your ankles crushed and you could still oh. come back and like yeah. play soccer again, you know? So I think that we're getting to the point where it's almost like we're robots. Um, I agree I mean I think with a lot of these players I mean I don't know them personally obviously but I know when a lot of them retire they still play soccer casually and it's not Mm -hmm. and it's more just because it's hard for them to keep up after a certain period of time but if they can keep up after a certain period of time and not just compete with other players but actually do better than them like yeah. why they stop and now that there's the technology and i don't know all of this new information why wouldn't they you know? yeah like literally ibrahimovic is, is going to be 40 in a year so and he's still he's the best player on our team so yeah. i mean if you can you can't you should do it right i mean i can't imagine him retiring anytime soon also it's like that's what he loves to do so he is ultra passionate about it and that is like I think that is what separates the best from people who are just great yeah like the best are like that is their one true passion they're just so like here for the game and that is harder to find I think than the athlete and the talent mm-hmm. well like okay oh sorry oh no you can go what were you gonna say okay. <laughs> I was just gonna say like in club I had this coach Best coach ever. I think I've talked about him many times. A lot of the girls on UCLA were coached by Tad, shout out. But he was this super, super old guy. He was single, like lived alone and loved soccer so much. And whenever someone would ask him like, Tad, like, are you seeing anyone? Or like, are you happy with your life or whatever? He's like, yes, like I'm married to the game. (laughs) Yeah, it was like funny. It was weird. Do you know who he is? I remember you talking about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Like, everyone was like, okay, bro, like, that's kind of weird. But he he was, and he was super passionate about it. And he's, like, like, 80 years old, but best coach I ever had. 
So it just shows age is just a number. Fair enough. Love is eternal. Okay. <laughs> okay. Next just topic. <laughs> yeah. So speaking of coaches, Sonny and I talked about it last week. I just want to ask you two. Have you guys watched Ted Lasso? Who? Ted Lasso. No. It's a show on Apple TV. I don't have, let me see, Ted Lasso? Yeah. It's with um, Jason Sudeikis. Oh, wait, I like heard about this. You should watch it. It's so wholesome. And yeah. Sunny. So Sunny and I did a review of the show last week, and we both really think it's, or like two weeks ago, and we both think it's, it's pretty funny and like super wholesome as well. And also has like uh, relevance to soccer because this, this, the pitch is he's an NFL or like a D2, like NCAA football coach, and they hire him to coach a Premier League team. Cause, oh, no yeah. way. I'm actually going to watch it. It sounds funny. It, it is pretty funny. It's really I like love this guy. Jason Sudeikis is awesome. We're the Millers. Come on. Yeah, he was, he was good. In, what else is he in? I don't know. Like a bunch of like just raunchy, silly comedies. Yeah. yeah, all like those random comedy movies. Dog horrible movie. Bosses. Jason Bateman is in Horrible Bosses. I didn't know that. He's the main character. He's also in Angry Birds. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> you know, like Angry oh, that's Birds where I know him from. <laughs> oh, I recognize his voice. <laughs> He's the <laughs> red one. <laughs> okay, yeah. Sorry. So yeah, no. So Sunny and I were talking about this because it's just—it's like a the, the pitch, like the concept itself is kind of dumb, but like they make it work. So I just want to suggest that to you guys. I was gonna see if you guys had seen it. No, I've never heard of it before. It's it's new. Okay. I don't, is it only on Apple TV? Like, I, I didn't even know that was, like, a, a TV. Yeah. See, that was the issue with me at first, because I didn't know I had Apple TV until I realized that I had Apple TV. Yeah. Pretty cool realization. It is. <laughs> but. Okay. So, with that, I just want to, okay, so Cass and Odie, is there anything else you guys want to update us on or talk about before we head off there and then come back again next week? Um, food for thought. Yeah, because you guys keep, have been gone for a while. I know. Let me think of, like, something interesting. Most fun to... thing that you did over the time of your hiatus. Oh, today I had um, an interview in French because oh. I'm, trying to, I'm trying to skip from French 3 to French 5. So the teacher had to, like, interview me, and um, I got into the class. Hey! Nice. Nice. Wait, why are you trying to do like French? Are you trying to get a minor? No, okay, because for my um, IDS major, I have to get up to French six gotcha. and Wait, French four. IDS International Development Studies. Oh, I thought you said something else, and I was like, <laughs> cool, very cool. Yes, yeah, like beautiful thousand. <laughs> <That's> um, <what? laughs> That's okay. I figured the IBS, and it like slowed down when you talk, but. Um, French four was only provided during like practice time. So I'm oh. like, well, let me just try to take French five. That's and nice. see. Um, classic. Yeah. Absolutely classic. Yeah. What about I you, Abby? Most fun thing over your hiatus? Um, well, I lived in a frat. So, like, that's kind of insane. <laughs> I, what made I you choose to do that? <laughs> okay. Because I wanted to do it before everything happened. Right. So I was like, 
I wasn't like that established about it, but I wanted to do it. And um, it just worked out that everyone, like it was still gonna be a thing. And I mean, the frat that I was in was really safe. Which and frat were you in? A to Zai, and no one tested positive. So Wait, that was super A to Zai. What? Which one is that? That's the one with the pool. I no idea. Please, you don't know? You, didn't go, you don't go to their quarterly? <laughs> Nah, not not really by seeing. <laughs> That's cool though that you still got to experience that in yeah. COVID. No, it was it was nice because it literally I equate it to Bachelor in Paradise because that's literally what it was. Because you just can't leave and you're with the same people twenty four seven. Or like Big Brother. Oh yeah, it's literally um, like Big Brother. I'm trying to think of like anything else. And whenever I have to think of stuff like this, everything like that has happened to me just leaves my mind. Yeah. Right? What about you guys? What's something interesting you guys have done? Oh, wait, I'll tell you something. This, cool. like literally two days ago, because um, with UCLA radio, I don't, I'm sure I've told you guys this, but basically like WrestleMania is going to be in LA in April. Hopefully that still goes ahead. So I'm doing like, uh every two weeks i'm trying to interview someone in like wrestling so two days ago i got to interview my favorite woman's wrestler of all time and she she uh, her name's natalia neidhart so she randomly like followed ucl radio on twitter and it's because her dad who's also like a wrestling legend went to ucla so i just dm'd her and said can i interview and she's like yeah so i was that was that's the best thing i've done all quarantine That's super sick. That's actually so cool. Did you do it like through Zoom? <laughs> yeah, I did it through Zoom and it's going to come out tomorrow. So I'm pretty, I was pretty excited about that. That's so cool. That's so cool. Especially because she's like your favorite. Thing. Yeah, no, she's like my number one. Oh my God. That's yeah, so cool. Super, super cool. What about you, Sunny? Yeah. Sunny. What, yeah. Sunny. what, no, what? what have I done? Yeah. <laughs> Besides like the MCAT stuff. I'm like so boring, guys. Um, I learned, I'm learning guitar. I learned the song Ripple by Grateful Dead on the guitar. Ooh. I painted two paintings that are now hung up in my house. Oh my god, I painted a painting. Cass's painting was cool. Ooh, what'd you paint? Um, it's called Cloud Pigs. I'll show you. <laughs> Keep talking. I'll, I'll Sounds just, like, like a band on the screen. Yeah, it does sound like a band name. Yeah, cl- we're the Cloud Pigs. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> like it? <laughs> I, mean, I, think, I think I saw it on your Snapchat. Sunny, what'd you paint? I painted abstract art. It was like nothing and everything at the same time. It was a bunch of colors. I love it. Yeah. It but, sounds okay. So yeah. on that, thanks you guys for coming back. I'm sure yeah. like with fall coming up now we'll have like a lot more to talk about and do, especially since so much soccer is coming back. Uh, Sunny, good luck with the rest of your apps. Cass, good luck with all the practice. <laughs> I know you still have that. And Odie, good luck with, you know, what, what was it you said you, you're doing? Uh, like you had it heart to heart with yourself. Taking my right life there. out. What? Yeah, working your life out. Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate it. Okay, awesome.